responses now. See that? Someone should tell Evange Kishi that I've beaten her. I've already gotten sponsors. Yeah, well, even your, your speak to your director, the director of Mental Matcher, Pastor Mariam, speak to the director of Mental Matcher. Maybe he'll release some sponsorship to you. But he's already sponsored me. <laughs> I've got sponsorship now, guys. I've got name brand, I've got PO slippers on, I've got PO t-shirt, everything is branded now. I can't show you, it's um, copyright infringement. <laughs> I can't show you, um, I've moved up. How many, how many Periscope preachers you know have been sponsored? Not many, not many, not many. Good morning guys, yes, Minister Riley. I loved my evening. I had a great evening with Minister Riley yesterday, by the way. An awesome evening. <laughs> awesome evening. And he was saying some really, really deep stuff. Stuff that you guys would never understand. His level is his word level is serious stuff. Stuff you guys could not comprehend, even if angels were to whisper in your ear. But I heard him. Good morning, Pastor Ebon. Ebonel. I've always been fascinated with that, your name, Ebon L. That's you, that's you being creative, Ebon L, like female Ebon, right? Is there a male Ebon? Is Ebon a unisex name? Is Ebon a unisex name? Ebon L. <clears throat> Come on, guys. Really? Okay, so there's, there's man Ebon. Wow, I don't want to meet him. I don't want to meet him. I will find it very strange. Oh wow! Okay. I don't. I think it would be strange to call a boy for me to be speaking to a man and call him Eben because I'm so close with you. So I, I've, any Eben I know is just your face. So I'll be expecting to see a lady. I think that's why. Good morning, Gabby Coker. Pastor Gabby. Good morning, Pastor Cyrus. Pastor Cyrus, good morning. The, the king in Kingdom Castle. The king on the castle. I used to watch this cartoon, King of the Hill. The king in Kingdom Castle. Good morning, Erica. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. <coughs> so let's quickly just get everybody awake. If you know someone who should be up right now, who should be tuned in right now, then quickly just give them a nudge. Don't let them sleep to 10 a.m., okay? Remember, end of the day, 10 a.m. is end of the day. Good morning, BK. BK, minister. Good morning to you from the house of the chosen, the Levites. God's chosen people. Good morning to you. Come on, guys. I'm not seeing the interaction this morning. Okay, what happened last night with you? Corona lockdown day one. How did you get over it? How did you get over day one? And by the way, for those of you who are already bored, Pastor Emma, 
Selma's like insanely bored in her room. It's day one. <coughs> it's day one. It's day one only. So we've got we've got like three weeks of this, guys. Bored like mad. Pastor Mariam is another person. Bored like mad. She just sent me a, one message. I feel like I'm in prison. I was like, oh, come on, man. It's just day one. It's day one. We've got three weeks of this, guys. Lockdown. Lockdown. I might even eat my dinner now. Oh, come on. <laughs> what are you talking about? Lord, exams cancelled, but mommy is making us do past papers. <laughs> I trust mom. I trust mom. And that's the right thing for to happen to you. So what? You thought the exams... So exams are cancelled because of Corona. Why didn't Corona come when I was in school? Why didn't Corona... Where was Corona? I know loads of you are just saying to yourself, the older guys, first gen, first gen are saying, where was Corona when we were writing our papers? Where was Corona? Huh? Angie said, I went out to the park. Okay, where are you, where are you watching the scope from Angie? Prison or your house? What happened? Did they find you? Did they collect you? What? Tell us the story. You went to the park and then what happened? And then you didn't finish it. I went to the park. Okay, and then. <laughs> Home, sir, really? Okay, so you went on your own. Good morning, P.O. Amelia, the one that only loves. The one that only loves. That's how you translate that. When I was doing seven exams in one week, where out that? Where was Corona? First gen, where was Corona when we were writing our papers? No, you were in the park with Prince. Is it the same Prince that I know? Jesus, man. You really took a risk right there. Why did you do such a thing, Angie? That's a big risk. I'm really enjoying myself so far. As long as I can do workouts, I'm happy. Okay, that's Pastor Mrs. Cyrus. <coughs> Kimberly Abera is talking about workouts are keeping her sane. And Pastor Kim, I wish I was like you. I wish workouts were keeping me sane. But I, I ran. I did a run last night. And I still... Mm, it's not... It didn't do... My legs are aching. But hey, the boredom was still there. He's doing the most at home. <laughs> I didn't... The fine to my budget, too much stress. So, so for me, he's already said, you know what? Forget this, man. I'm taking risk. I'm taking risk. So for me, said, I'm taking risk. I'm gonna go out, and I'm just gonna risk it. Please, I'll just let you know. I think we're in seed week. I think we're sowing this week. We are in sowing week. So I don't think anyone will be willing to bail you out of your fine so to fool me if they collect you i'm sorry there's no bail money in pulse community you know how we saw all all so we'll just be looking at each other they'll say they've set the bill at 5k we say <clears throat> 5k is our target so what do we do <laughs> and if you have Certain pastors in your midst, they'll just say, we better sow our 5k because if we sow, the angels will break her out of prison. <laughs> no one's going to pay your bill. Maybe they're also in quarantine. Ship her to Las Gidi. Yeah. 
Even that's giddy me, not take her. Shout out to Dr. Emma. Shout out to Dr. Emma. I hear that she's working in the Corona Ward today. She's on the Corona Ward today. Shout out to Dr. Emma. Roll safe, my G. Roll safe. Be safe. Be safe. Obviously, different blood and that. Don't let the Corona thing touch you. <laughs> Jaden is embarrassed with my with my um, street talk. Okay, boom, bidi bam. Let's get this. Okay, now lighting is always my problem. So let's get the lighting on point and let's get ourselves in action. <clears throat> Karima, how short are you? Doctor, really in the fire. That's right. She's in the fire. Shout out to Dr. Emma and shout out to everybody else that's somehow your workplace. Shout out to Pastor Ray. Shout out to Pastor Ray on the streets, on the deserted streets of London. Moving like Will Smith from I Am. Roll safe, bro. Corona's lurking out there. Roll safe. Pastor Raekwon Bailey. Good morning guys, good morning. So let me just quickly get your registrations and the registration goes like this. So what time did you wake up this morning? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, this is PO's session. I own the morning. The morning belongs to PO. What time did you wake up this morning? 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., go back to sleep. 6 a.m. here, 5, th whoa, what? Are you just making, don't make up numbers, guys, Pastor Sandra, 5.30 a.m., Pastor Onyeka, 4, is a lie. <laughs> you did not wake up 4.30, sir. Angie, 4. <laughs> Why? Is Corona made you guys go mad? 5 a.m., <laughs> Why the numbers? What's this? Oh, go away, PK. <laughs> you guys are rigging now. Come on. You're gonna not make it fun. Don't rig this stuff. PK did not wake up at 3 a.m. As a Sandra, you started something terrible now, you know. You started this thing. Yeah, PK just woke up. I'm ten PK's not been on these morning sessions since the beginning. These are liars, Pastor Kim. I am with you. These are liars. So much 6 a.m. crew this morning. So now the new crew in the house is 5. 5 a.m. crew. This is a new crew in the house. This is a new crew in the house. I woke up with new symptoms. Pastor <laughs> ah, Nyeka wakes up at 4 a.m. Really? Really? Well, that's a witness from his house. That's a witness from his house. So it's believable. 6 a.m. crew can't do before yet, Pastor Marion has been strong on her 6 a.m. She's been strong on her 6 a.m. So, yeah, 6 a.m. crew, Pastor Marion. I don't sleep. <laughs> Pastor Nini Ola Scotty. God's Oracle said that she does not sleep at all. Busy fighting Corona on the streets. Fighting Corona on the streets of London. 
PK, 3am crew, there is no 3am crew bro, you're lying, you lying, it's not possible, it is not humanly possible to wake up before PO, remember, anybody who wakes up before PO, why, because PO owns the morning, so anyone who wakes up before PO, you're lying, so there's no way bro, no way, sorry, because if your eye opened at 3am, an angel would have shut your eye back again and said, sorry, sleep, PO's not up yet. Was watching helicopters spray this. <laughs> How many of you guys think PK is insane? How many of you guys think PK is mad? I've got Pastor Karim in my head vouching. How many of you guys think PK is not well? I don't think he did well. Like, I don't think he's alright. <laughs> he can't wake up 3 a.m. to turn in his bed. That's the, yeah, he wakes up 3 a.m. just to turn. Pastor Evan, this man is not fully there. He's not fully there. Uh -uh. <laughs> he said helicopters are spraying disinfectant on the streets. <laughs> So what is like a giant bottle of disinfectant? Jesus was mad too. Oh come on man. Then you start with this your stuff. So PK dragged me into something insane yesterday. Uh, an app called House Party. An app called House Party. We were having a nice calm WhatsApp convo. Me, PK, S Rose, Pastor Arthur. And all of a sudden, PK is like, you know we can have more of us on here. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, everyone download House Party. By the way, PK is telling us this while wearing a bathrobe and sunshades <laughs> at 7pm. Or at 6pm in his bedroom. He's wearing sunshades and he was shouting, I'm in LA, baby! He was shouting, I'm in LA, baby! And he's in his bedroom wearing bathrobe with sunshades. Corona has done some things. I'm in LA, So, we downloaded House Party and the maddest. I think certain people need to be banned from that thing. Pastor Arthur is the guy who is pretending to be Daddy Coca. If you see Daddy Coca on House Party, it is not him. Please, it is not Daddy Coca, it's Pastor Arthur. I don't understand Paul's church, man. Paul's church is a mystery. How am I the pastor of this thing? So, so many people who used to come back, they just run up in our chats. Really? 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 So it was like an invasion. Just finished my gym session in my room. Oh my God. Charlie was pastor there. Oh, no, man. You guys are taking a minute now. You have to lock the chats. Okay, so today's Wednesday. We're going to do it again tonight. I'm going to be on house party from about 5, 6 p.m. Just before the Instagram workout. Shout out to Pastor James, Pastor Belgium. The Instagram live workout in session was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. They're onto something there. They are onto something there. Bishop Abigail was on. It's not Bishop Abigail. Mike, Mike is not. It's Arthur. 
Or was it Bishop Harigel? <laughs> was she really on? Someone came up as Rev D. Oh Lord. No, it was scary. I thought PT was on there Oh Lord. Mad, 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 mad. Okay. Good morning, good morning, Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. Tell all those who are waking up in the next five minutes to go back to sleep. PO owns the morning and the morning has kicked off. Pastor Lucy, I think Pastor Lucy was really on there. No, she was on there. Okay, so we're going to kick off our session. Welcome to Morning Teachings. Welcome to episode four. And we're talking relationships and mindset. Relationships and mindset is the theme of the morning and the Lord to give us direction as he gives us wisdom, knowledge and understanding on relationships and mindset. Um, but quickly just let me know, what did you get from last last week? I'm sorry, from yesterday. What did you get from yesterday? I think we, were, we had our episode 3 yesterday and we were discussing mistakes and mentorship. So if you just quickly just send out a message what you think you got from yesterday's um, teaching, morning teaching, uh, so we can really kick on. I aim to be out of your hair before the morning ends. Yeah, before the morning ends. My life is in the hands of a man's assignment. That's right. My hands, my life is in the hands of a man's assignment. It is. It is all. My life is hidden in a man's assignment. The future of the mentee is in the eyes of the mentor. So yes, that is true. The mentee's future is very clear and visible to the mentor. The mentors can see. That's the sign of mentorship. He can see. I didn't say he's emotional and he pats your back all the time. I said he can see. Followership is learned through the imperfection of your leader. Did I say that? Fellowship is learned through the imperfection of your leader. Well, I don't think I said that though. That's Evans James. I don't think I said that. You don't always have to learn through mistakes when you have mentorship, definitely, 100%. Men mistakes are the sign that you don't have mentorship. So when you make mistakes, you're learning, but remember, You've made a mistake because you didn't have a mentor to avoid you from making a mistake. So the mentor can impart his life into your hands. Sluggers still own fields, but they're full of thorns. Beautiful, that's the word. The power of fellowship. My life is in the hands of my mentor. Definitely the power of fellowship from our juice and power leader. That my life is in the hands of my mentor. And that is the honest truth. The honest truth is you never outgrow mentorship. Anybody else, if you judge a mentor with God's call based on physical things, pity for you. That's right. Pity for you. When God has called a man to lead you, but you're judging the, the appointment of your mentor because of physical <coughs> attributes. When God has appointed, yes, Jaden. Um. <coughs> A sluggard can never be a world leader. A sluggard can never be a world leader. That's from Jaden here, little Jaden here. A sluggard can never be a world leader. God dislikes people who like doing music cheers. 
I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, Pastor Rally or Minister Rally. People who like to move around, you're moving around, God puts you with one leader and says, hey, follow this person. And then you're thinking, no, 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 no. This person is not emotionally connected to me. This person is not this or that. And then you start to move around, musical chairs. That's not the right thing to do. I told you guys, Riley is he's very deep. But Riley, try and make it simple for the scope, though, so everybody can follow you. Make it simple for the scope. The sluggard thinks he's doing well, but doesn't know how slow he is, definitely. So the, in the mind of the sluggard, remember that we researched to find out that the word sluggard comes from the word slug, and it stands for a lazy man. And the slug does not think he's slow. And the slug does not think he's slimy. And the slug does not think he's ugly. The slug thinks he's beautiful. He thinks he's a fine boy. He thinks he's extremely sharp. And he doesn't think he's slimy. So what we find in life is some those who are very lazy and very, very... That would hold you back. They actually believe they're sharp people. They're not aware. Wisdom. The ability to discern and locate the difference. So God will give you wisdom so that you can do what? Discern the sluggard, locate the sluggard, and differentiate yourself from the sluggard or differentiate um, what you're looking for from the sluggard, right? Pastor Kuriman, did you want to say something? Yeah, um, people become wiser by following someone. That's right. You become wiser by following someone. A person who is wise already and when you start your journey of followership, there are things that you would normally pray for, but because of followership, you're able to access wisdom that that person is leaving behind. The trail of that person falls on you. The shadow of that person falls on you. So there are prayers that you will pray till next year, till tomorrow, but followership will allow you to access the answered prayers that you've been praying. Followership will allow you to access the answer to prayers that you've been praying okay now on that note um okay on that note i think we're ready to kick on for today's episode um wisdom is supreme and we're speaking about wisdom in relationship and i want you to just cast your mind back into relationships that you've had or relationships that you have and I need you to ask yourself when you had toxic relationships or when you had relationships that didn't benefit you do you know that relationships relationship defines your mindset and we're going to get into the word but first I just want to set foundation before we get into the word let me just set some foundations. Did you know that relationships define your mindset? That's the first thing I want you to note down. Then I want you to note this down. My mind evolves. My mind cannot be made, cannot be bought again. I can't buy a new mind, but I can evolve my current mind. If you note down those two points they're very important into what we're going to learn so what was the first point Pastor Karima? 
So relationships define your mindset. Relationships define your mindset. So look at relationships around you and then let's get into the word. Let me just set some words that will keep us safe in my discussion. Quickly go to Proverbs chapter 27. And from verse 17... And I'm reading from the NIV. I will read. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Verse 17. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Verse 19. Now, now we jump down to verse 19 because verse 17 and verse 19 are actually brother and sister uh, verses. So we're going to join them together and we go to verse 19. So just read, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Verse 19, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. So, guys, avoid... Avoid calling people friends who are not actually your friends. Now, I'm speaking about all of us who are leaders now. And I need you to know that as a leader, you don't owe it to life or to anyone to still maintain friendships that you know don't match up to the mindset that you carry. So I've realized something, which is that when people are spoken to about former friends or former whatever, they say things like, this is my friend in the world. This is my friend in the world is a very scary phrase. This is my best friend in the world. Have you ever heard those things before though, guys? I hope I'm not the only one here. Oh, we used to be best friends in the world. This is my world friend. <laughs> this is my world best friend. This is my person that we, we chill together. Like, this is my... We use these words, but it's like there's so much sentiment behind your speech, meaning that you feel like you need to give this person a title when your mindsets don't match up. And I've even said it. That's right. Some of you have even said it. But I need to challenge you this morning so that you can really set a path for yourself as a global leader. As a global leader, you now know what friendship should be about and what acquaintances, people who you met along the way of life should be about. So there are acquaintances, people that you met on your way of life as you were growing and there are friendships Friendships define your mindset because the robbing of mind of two people in relationship, the robbing of mind begins to define each other. So if you have someone called your friend, what you are establishing is that our minds are robbing together and the more she is fashioning into something, I am fashioning into a like, like mind of that thing. So the scripture says iron sharpens iron, meaning that you can like for like can only sharpen each other. 
like for like can only sharpen each other. So if, if you determine that this person is like you, then it is fine for you to say, this is my friend. Because then the joining of the minds will begin to sharpen each other. I'm speaking to you this morning about relationships and how we tend to give too much honor where honor is not due. And we give people titles that make that it actually holds you back. You don't know, but it's holding you back. You're, you're defining yourself as someone or you're giving yourself an alter ego. When you say things like, this is my world best friend, you're establishing that there is a side of you that connects still with that person. And the issue with mindset is mind cannot be bought new. Mind can only evolve. So when you say things like, this is my world best friend, and you place it in your heart that this is my best friend in the world, what you're saying is, my mind is evolving in that side. There is a part of my mind that is still there, but it's being made better. No, the, the, the mind of a world leader has to be totally detached from certain things. So you cannot be afraid to set yourself on a path and say, this is me now. You cannot be afraid to let go of certain relationships and say, this is me now. The path of a world leader is a lonesome path. Why? Because it is the first, the removal of binding or the removal of friendships or of locks that you once thought determined who you are, but these locks are not who you are. These minds are not who you are. I'm speaking to you just not just about, hey, that's why they say, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are, right? That is, that is very true. But I'm speaking about the heart also, that you can be a person pushing for world leadership and being in the word, but because of certain sentiments you hold in your heart towards certain people, there's still a side of your refinement that cannot proceed. There's still a side of your refinement as a world leader that cannot continue because there's a part of your heart, there's a part of your mind that is still condones a certain lifestyle, that still condones a certain mindset. And I'm not just talking about those who party and those who do certain things. I'm just saying, if you know people who are not achievers, if you know people who are not pushing for success, and you condone those kind of things, a part of you is condoning being, um, what's the word now? Uh, I've forgotten this word, but uh, I've forgotten this word, but there's a part of you that's condoning the act of not seeing things through. One of the things I find from people who are normal, people who have no drive to focus is they don't see things through they hardly see things through and remember we had our episode on seeing things through but if your heart even once clings to that and this is why we got to really look at our relationships i know we love our parents but you must easily be able to be against certain um attitude of your parents you should be against certain behaviors of your parents first of all not many people have parents who are still together. Some of your parents may have divorced or something like that. But if you still condone that, if you're like, oh, that's fine, like mom just had to do what she had got to do. Listen, you're inviting a certain mind in your heart. A part of you is accepting that thing as something that you can go through. 
A leader is fully crystallized. He's been fully refined and crystallized, meaning that his mind thoughts are clear. It's clear. It's not, it's not determined by anything else. Do you all have your notepad and notepads this morning? Remember that this is a notepad and a, and a pen session. Being fully crystallized means that you have tested and evaluated every source of your thinking. You have tested and evaluated every source of your thinking. Every source of your thinking you've refined, you, you, you put through the test of evaluation. You sit down, you're in, you're in thoughts on, 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 your, on everything you base as this is how I'm going to make my next, make my next decision. So I'm, I'm saying this because there may be world leaders here who you still have road friends and you still talk with them and you still interact with them but you see it's very very it's a and, and this is going to be a hard session for some of you guys it's yes i get evangelism i get evangelism i get you have to talk to people but it's a very thin line of your heart you're playing a very dangerous game with your heart if you're not mature enough Mature enough to really separate and know that this is enemy lines and this is mine. Like you've got to really understand that God has no love for sin at all. God does not see sin and say, oh, they're fine. They're just still coming up. God has no love for sin at all. So it's a mature person called a son that God sends in the midst of people. Because God knows that although Christ is going to be in the midst of the prostitutes, He's not going to love that. He's going to hate everything they do, but he's going to love the person to be able to win the person. You're not going to see Christ dumbing down his standards. You're not going to see Christ. So it's, it's a very difficult place now. And that's why I said I want to talk about this place because you guys, everybody is growing. Everybody believes they're being sent out on mission to do something in this world. But at which point, how do you draw the line how do you draw the line in your heart? In order to keep yourself still firing in the firing line of the word and still being a world leader, still grooming yourself for world leadership, but not despising the people that you're sent to, not despising those who you should help, but still maintaining, maintaining. Sometimes you don't know that there are things you watch, things you listen to that Continue to reaffirm that you're not fully healed from a mindset that you used to carry. There is a mindset you used to carry, but you still enter, somehow entertain the condoning of that mindset. So you're not fully refined. You're not fully crystallized to be sent out as a world leader. You're still being, you're still evolving in your mind, but you don't know. So it's a difficult space. It's a space that we now have to understand that in relationship, you will become like the person that you condone as a friend or there's no way to skip it. So this scripture says here, from verse, verse 19 says, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. So the issue is, although you believe you've changed, the issue is whatever is going on in your heart, Whatever relationship you've locked to your heart is what will reflect in your daily life. 
I'll say that again. Whatever relationships you've locked in your heart, do you know that there are hatred towards certain people that just lock you into a space of not, um, of not succeeding? When someone is in fight or in war with a man of God, or when someone is in fight or in war with a mentor, never fight your mentors, guys. Don't do that. Because a side of your, your life will just be reflecting losses. And you're going to think that I just need to try harder. But no, your heart is in pain and is reflecting that pain. Your heart is disconnected and is reflecting disconnection. So the important thing here I'm talking about is the mind, which is the heart. That there are friendships that you may have carried or relationships that you're carrying, but these relationships are, they're, they're reflecting something in your daily life and you're not able to depict that my losses are coming from this thing. Do you know that the scripture speaks about the, 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 uh, the, the seductive woman? It speaks about the seductive woman and it says clearly that all those who lie with her, they end up in the grave. So there are young men who want to prosper, but they're sleeping with a lady out of wedlock. They're, they're fornicating. Now the act of fornication on its own, that act of fornication on its own, it is an act of sin. It is the act that shows you, tells you, is you basically telling God, I'm against you. And so what happens is your life begins to reflect that, meaning that every place of prosperity for that young man, he begins to lose. He starts to lose money. He starts to get poorer. But he can't understand that his life is reflecting a side of his heart. What happens when you're going through life and you're going through things that you just, you're thinking these are simple things that I should overcome. But the issue is there's a side of your heart that's not healed. Remember, you can't buy a new mind. Your mind can only evolve. So the issue is if you are going through or if you're in relationships that are not strengthening, guy, you can only make that. So if it's, if it's a relationship that's not strengthening, all you can do is evolve the level at which it's killing you. Things can only get worse for you the more you bind to that thing. Because the mind can only evolve. It can only get better in whatever state it's in. So if it's in a bad state, it can only improve how bad it is. If it's in a good state, it can only improve how good it is. Be careful of those who you call my iron that sharpens my mind. My iron that sharpens my iron. So I'm speaking from a place this morning, in this morning scope, for you to look around you. Those of you who are sent out there, those of you who are engaging via social media, those of you who know that there are people out there that for you who are called to, but are you functioning as a mature son or a mature daughter outside? It is important that you don't dumb down the level of your heart, the refinement level of your heart. It's important you don't dumb down that level in order for you to save for the sake of evangelism. It is evil. It is wrong. You're going to end up in a life that you could not understand. So I know people who think they're evangelizing and then later on in four weeks time, you find them smoking weed again. 
you find them drinking again. Why? Because in their hearts, they still condone these relationships that they thought they were helping them by speaking God to them. You think you're speaking God to someone, but there's a side of your heart that still loves their actions or the life of those people. Guess what? You're, you're, you're getting yourself into a place of doom. The scripture says it clearly. It says that your life will reflect your heart. Let's read that again so that you know that I'm not speaking from my mind. Proverbs 27, it said, verse 19, as water reflects the face, it is very easy. All you have to do is look into a bucket. It doesn't take long. The water will reflect the face. The water doesn't need to draw your face. As far as you put your face in front of the water, it will reflect the face. If you've ever been to the seaside or to the riverside or whatever, or if you just put your face in front of a bucket, you see water reflects the face. It's, it's as easy as that. It says, so one's life, so look how easy it is. So one's life reflects the heart. The key to winning is down to my relationship. So this episode is linked to yesterday's episode. Go ahead. Read, read, what, what, which one is that? The message. The message version. So it says, you use still to sharpen still, and one friend sharpens another. Yeah. Verse 19, just as water mirrors your face, so your face mirrors your heart. Just as water mirrors, just as water mirrors your face, so your life mirrors your heart. So this is a linking episode to yesterday's episode in which I was saying that you don't fight mentorship. You don't fight leaders. You follow them. You pay attention to know those that God has called you to follow and you follow intently. Guess why? Because your life is hidden in your relationships. Your life is hidden in your relationships. You choose to make friends or keep friends. Oh, this is just my world friend. Oh, and I was talking to my world friend. It is, it is so impossible to be a world leader and still carry world friends. Let me just paint a scenario for you. So, young lady, if your husband became, becomes the president of the United States, will Rakwisha still be messaging you? Will Adonisha still be messaging you? Will your husband be on a flight to Iran and you're there gossiping about how um, Smiler is stabbing people? Um, oh, Rankwisha, you never guess what? Smiler stabbed someone yesterday in Peckham. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying here? Eventually, <laughs> yeah, eventually what will happen? This is what will happen eventually. Eventually, your husband, the world leader or whoever he is now, eventually he may meet a lady who is more refined in mind. I'm just telling you how relationships break now. He may meet someone who's more refined in mind and be like, I think I'm more this person than this person. Guys, don't think love is something that is unbreakable. Don't watch Disney cartoon. Disney cartoon is the most nonsense crap you're ever going to watch your whole life. Lions fall in love and birds um, kiss each other. It's not true. Disney cartoon is the biggest lie of the world. Love is breakable. It's, if it's not the love of Christ, that thing is breakable. Let me just tell you now. you got to be able to continue your refinement as... As you're together, continue your refinement. And I'm leading up to a scripture. That's why I'm saying this. I'm leading up to a scripture that will make this very plain to you. 
it will make this very plain to you. So let me come away from husband and wife relationship. Let me just go to friends. You can't expect me to be pushing. I'm growing now, a pastor in Spark Nation, a world leader now. And you can't expect me now and Smiler and Stabber and Nightmare and all these guys, they, they're still kidnapping people. And I'm thinking, hang on a minute here. I'm pushing for world leadership. What's burning in my heart is to be the leader of a nation. And Nightmare is worrying about being the leader of the block. The block is just a building that holds a hundred poor people. A hundred other poor people live in that block. A hundred people's moms that don't go to school, moms that moms that could not go to work, moms that did not finish uni. My mom went to uni, my dad went to uni. I don't know about yours, but and that's why they're not in block. So imagine those kind of moms, imagine those kind of dads, people whose brothers don't cream their mouth to go to school. They white. you know those kids they come to year seven, they're white on their mouth, they carry one big bag, they just look messed up. Children that you, when you look at them in school, this guy just eats plantain at home. You know that he's suffering at home. Those are the ones they want to lead. And a nightmare comes out, or Smiler, or or Paper Cut. He comes out and he says, "Man's the leader of the block, bro. Man rules the block, fam. Man's on this, bro. What? What are you talking about? And you're there trying to be a leader of a nation, and you're listening to the leader of the block." And the block leader is, is now saying, what, 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 it's beef here, cool, man's going to call um, P.O. What, watch, I'm going to, man's going to show you lot that so, so, Sunnyside Estate is bigger than Night, Night Moon Estate. Imagine, and then he calls P.O. I'm not picking that call. I'm not picking that call. I'm here trying to understand why is Sadiq Khan not giving funding to the right people to raise a nation, to raise a city and Papercut is calling me about what Sunny Hill Estate is doing and what Night Moon Estate is doing and guess what the people who built the estate don't even know Papercut they don't know Smiler they don't know Joker they don't know them you know they have all these crazy funny names and they don't know who they are but they're ready to fight for the block Guess what? I've got to cut that because if my heart goes to the blocks, what's going to happen? One day I'll be in a world leadership summit and all I'm thinking about is, what, so Sunny Hill Estate, they're, they're not rating, man. Why do you need rating from Sunny Hill Estate? Why? Where everybody is on benefits. Why do you need help from Sunny Hill Estate? Why do you need ratings from Sunny Hill Estate? So... It is that eventually what will happen is I will start missing meetings. I will start, I will, one day I'll be in a top meeting with Sadiq Khan and I'll, I'll be like, yo, bruv. And then the, a side of Sunny Hill will start manifesting. Remember, the, the hearts, right? Remember that your life will reflect. So a side of that life will start reflecting in the wrong arena, in the world stage that... And guess what? You're just going to lose the world stage. You just start getting demoted until you come back. So what happens is the heart, those relationships you've made, their role is to call you back and they pull you back until you're one again. It's love. It's called love. One thing I tell you with love, it is, it's like a magnet. It draws. 
So if a side of your heart is still there, it's, it's going to be drawing you, pulling you back, pulling you. Oh, come on. Oh, you thought you were going somewhere. Come, come in. It's going to pull you back until it eventually gets you back where it needs you. So young ladies who are, who have, if you've ever been heartbroken, do you know that they say something? They say rebound, rebound, right? Rebound is after the heartbreak, it's easier to get into another relationship because that heart is empty. It's empty, but they, they call it rebound because you know the next relationship you're in, you know you don't love him. You know that your heart is still with this other bozo guy that's been smashing your head in. And he's somehow that he smashes your head in, he's still pulling you back there. People who have been in abusive relationships struggle to come out of abusive relationships. And it's mind-blowing. Have you ever said to yourself, but darling, why? Are you struggling to leave this bozo guy? She's struggling because a part of her heart has gone there and he can pull back even though he's a bozo guy. He's a bum-ass guy. He's, he's nothing, but he's got that power. Why? Because she gave him a side of her heart. So she can be pulled back to stage one. Be careful of these things, guys, because I'm telling you, the cost for world leadership is in the littlest, tiniest things you do. It's in the littlest, tiniest things you do. I'm the kind of person that once I've jumped to the next level, if I know that there's people on the other level, I'm sorry, I, I'm going to leave um, little Jaden and other guys to evangelize to you. I'm going to share your number with them and tell them, listen, evangelize to them. They're not going to see me again. So if, I don't know why, I'm just like that though. Maybe it's my background and how I grew up, but I sh I'm going to struggle to come to you again and be like, no, listen, I'm facing nation now, but one of my boys in the house can talk to you, though. I've not left you. <laughs> my son, Jaden, can speak to you. Jaden can talk to you and evangelize to you and sit you down and buy you bus pass and do what he has got to do for you. But you see, nations, I'm facing that. I'm not saying you discard your evangelism. I'm just saying that you're evangelizing, but you've got to be mature so that it's not like, oh, in the midst of evangelizing now, we lost this person. I remember someone, I don't know if um, people like Pastor Mems and Peace Sam will know who I'm talking about, but I remember someone, she said she's an evangelist, but she wasn't mature as an evangelist. And we knew she wasn't mature in the word, but she likes to evangelize. And as she was evangelizing one day, the guy she was evangelizing to evangelized to her. He, she was evangelizing one day to one guy, and the guy evangelized with her, slept with her that day, got her pregnant. So who is the evangelist? It's confusing. Ma, I thought you went to evangelize. It's a real story, Riley. It's a real story. We knew the person. But this is what happens when someone, you're not, a, a part of her heart was still in that life. It's still in that life. So the issue is we're sending out someone who's immature to a life that is already calling her. And so as she's evangelizing, she's just kidding herself. In her heart, she's thinking, I'm talking to you about Jesus, but don't listen to me. <laughs> I'm talking to you about Jesus right now, but don't listen to me. Take me home, take me home, take me, take me to your bed, take me to your bed, take me to your bed. Don't. Hey, I'm talking to you about Holy Spirit, but take me to your bed right now, don't listen to me. That's what is going on in her heart. And I know sometimes these things can be funny, but I'm just saying to you, be very, very careful about the little things 
the little spaces you put yourself that disqualify you for another level. It's got to be a very intentional maturity to become a leader. A very intentional maturity. So let's get into the word very quickly. Now we're going to go to First Samuel. As I try to start rounding up, it's 10.30. We go to First Samuel chapter 18. And we're going to look at this relationship. Look at this relationship. A lot of you guys already know about these guys. Really cool guys. They're called, one is called David. The other guy's called Jonathan. Very cool guys. One of the strongest friendships you ever see in scripture but it's a great example of what i'm sharing in this episode to many of you yeah so here we go first samuel chapter 18 and i read from verse 1 After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David, and he loved him as himself. Friendship here. From that day, remember that Jonathan is the son of the king, and David is the son of the shepherd. From that day, Saul kept David with him, okay, And did not let him return home to his family. And Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. Look at what happened here. The son of the king became good friends with the son of the shepherd. And because of that, one of them has to forsake their former life. One of them has to forsake their former life. So guess who does? David forsakes the life of the shepherd boy and goes to live in the king's castle, in the king's palace. Because of his friendship with Jonathan, he's elevated to another level. And from that day, it's said that he did not let him return home to his family, guys. Saul did not let him return home to his family. Meaning, David, you've come into a higher order now and we don't permit shepherd mindset here. We don't need you to be like, yeah, we get that your dad is a good man. We get that. He's an awesome guy. He loves Jehovah, all this stuff. But you can't go back to your family. You are now like my son. Because you've entered into a relationship with my son that permits you to be called a prince. Are you seeing this? So the heart of David being bound to Jonathan Jonathan started to reflect in the life of David. Meaning that David from that day on, because his heart was bound to a prince, David began to live like a prince. His life entered a whole new dimension because he bound his heart with the right friend, with the right person. How many of you guys know that this was the turning point? This was the changing point that that really started to focus David to become a world leader for Israel. How many of you guys know that? Do you know that in the anointing oil, and read, get the KJV, Pastor Onyeka said I should look at the KJV. 
How many of you guys know that even though the prophet Samuel poured oil on the head of David, even though David has slain Goliath, even though David has slain the bear, even though David slew um, the, the lion, even though all these things, it is the joining of relationship that really started to focus David to become a world leader. All these were the setup to lead David into a relationship that will bring him to become a world leader. That it is when David's heart binds with Jonathan and David is finally allowed into the palace, then David starts to see palace operations. David starts to see how palace works. It is that the daughter of Pharaoh falls in love with Moses and takes, and takes Moses as a child. Then Moses begins to see palace operations. So even though David, Moses, is called as a chosen child and told to travel the stream in a basket upon all the prophecies and revelations of Moses' life, it is the connection of Moses with the daughter of Pharaoh that brings Moses into the palace operation. So what am I preparing myself for in the time of isolation? Lord, I'm sharpening my heart and detaching my heart from ratchet ratchet mindsets from dead mindsets from i'm sharpening my heart getting myself ready to meet world leaders that will bring me into palace operations palace operations can only be learned in the palace so no matter what kind of prayer you're praying there's a type of conversation you're gonna have with god but god will only speak to you if you enter into the palace in that manner Listen to me. Yeah, read that KJV. Sorry. Um, it says, Now when he had finished speaking to Saul, yeah. the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. Yeah. And Jonathan, Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Mm -hmm. Saul took him that day and would not let him go home to his father's house anymore. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant. The soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. Soul snatchers. Be careful when you're soul snatching, who's soul snatching who? Don't get soul snatched by the soul you're trying to snatch. That's going to be a big problem now. Don't get soul snatched by the soul that you're trying to snatch. Because you, can, you may well have brought the person to church, but it could be that that person snatched your soul. They're just following you to church out of, out of um, courtesy. Uh, I'm going to come to service with you, but <laughs> I got you though. Don't get soul snatched by the soul you're trying to snatch. So there are conversations God wants to have with called men of God, called women of God, but these conversations can only start when you've had certain relationships to bring you into palace operations. Palace operations can begin when you've had your mind on certain relationships. You've, now this is why I really rate people who know how to keep good relationships with certain people. As you bring them in, they can bring you back out. And Pastor Kim, you're testifying because you know you've seen people and you're in your soul snatching camp. You have seen it happen before. You've seen young girls or young boys who were soul snatchers would go to bring their friends. But the issue is their heart was still in those friendships. So those friendships were still able to bring them out. 
They were still involved. So I'm very concerned with what conversations are you still a part of? Because if you're meant to be part of palace operations, but your conversations are still concerning the operations on Sunny Hill Estate, Sunny Hill Estate operations are still going through my mind when I should be concerned now about palace operations. I should be concerned now that the police that I used that used to chase me, I need to start sitting down with them and brokering peace with them in the streets by now. I need to become a pioneer, an ambassador of peace with the streets rather than the police chasing me. So Sunny Hill Estate is engaged in another conversation, but I can't get myself engaged with the conversations of Sunny Hill Estate. You need to start saying to yourself that there are conversations Bill Gates is ha having with his advisors. And why me, P.O., why is P.O. not having these conversations Bill Gates is having with his advisors? Quite very simple. My relationships have not allowed me to get to that level to speak with those sort of people. And that is, the, um, that is my drive, is to continue to refine my heart and to continue to prove myself to be worthy of getting into certain conversations through relationship. Getting into certain conversations through relationships. So don't be proud to call that boy on the street who sells cars. He's selling cars. He's a car dealer and he's driving Ferrari, but it, it, it means nothing. I was speaking to one of the leaders and I said to him, listen, if you have a hundred million, but you can still be slapped on Edgware Road, why would you feel you've got no influence? I know that, and I was speaking to him specifically because I know that leader, I know that what he wants is influence. He wants to be a world leader. So I am saying to him that, as for you, there's no money that can ever satisfy you. If you were given a billion but you had no influence, you would die upset. You would die in pain. I know that leader. So that's why I was saying that to him. But I'm, I'm saying to you guys today that how intentional have you been in raising yourself as a world leader in knowing that my relationship with this person cannot continue, it's got to cut off. My friendship with, yes, he's a diamond jeweler or he's a guy that wears bling or whatever. Yes, he looks flashy, but you just know he's wretched and poor. You just know that there's no conversation that person is having that is what you should be, you're just trying to push yourself into palace operations. I'm trying to get myself ready for palace operations. My company is going through an audit and I'm proud that it's going through an audit. Guess why? I've never had a conversation with my life where I have a company that's going through an audit. So now I know that I'm growing in certain departments, in certain dimensions, because I've, I can establish, I've now established something that out of nowhere, when it was just a thought in my mind, I was able to establish something that is now going through a, a, a UK national audit in order to be accepted into certain conversation. Know how you value yourself with certain relationships. Know that there are certain relationships that are pulling you down to have conversation with yourself in a derogatory manner. Certain relationships are still pushing you down. It could just be a parent who keeps on saying words to you that don't allow you to see yourself past a certain sphere. Cut it off. Cut off those voices. Cut off those mindsets. Cut it off. Don't feel sorry for it because the issue is you guys put so much sentiment on people who don't care about you. And so you say, there's my world friend. This person don't care about you. This person has, does not give two thoughts about you. But you've gone to put so much emphasis on that person over your life by giving them a title that allows their words to have access into your mind.
You've given them a title that allows their word to have access into your mind. I hope you're taking notes as I'm speaking. So I'm not preaching at you. We're just teaching ourselves this morning. Relationships exist to solve problems. How do I know that I have a relationship that's worth keeping? So what I want you to do during this corona lockdown is I need you to go through your phone as often as you can and cross-assess certain numbers. I know that there are certain numbers that I don't need to answer anymore. There are certain numbers that we can just keep it to a quarterly text message. It's fine. And as I grow, it fades out to be never hearing from me again. Because I cannot envision Donald Trump being spoken to by Smiler. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. What I start to phase certain conversations out of my life. First, I give them the second phone. Then it's no phone. Oh, no, no. You got my second number. It's fine. I'll pick. And then eventually, it's, no, you don't have anything. Why? Because there's a state of leadership that I'm expecting myself to be in that I just don't think your words are conducive for my atmosphere at that stage. Now, I'm speaking in the terms of roadmen and all those things, but you know, those of you who are not, those of you who are just living a, a, a normal life, let's per se put it that way, you know that there are mediocre people around you. And I'm sorry, but you don't have to. Don't feel like you have to entertain mediocrity. Don't feel like you have to entertain it. Don't feel like you have to entertain it. You are allowed to push past that so you can set your mind on things above. You can dream about having a prince as a friend. You can, you can put your mind on things like that. I can't wait to not hear from some people. Yes, but how do you do that? You grow your heart has to grow out because if you start you know i had a friend before right and when i had when i was younger in about 22 18 right when i was 18 i had this guy that he keeps on changing his phone and saying oh, i don't want to hear from this person oh, i don't want to hear from these people he keeps on changing his number Who, you're, what kind of idiot i'm just even now thinking that this guy is a big idiot you know you're changing your number but somehow, every year, you have to change your number because those people still catch you. <laughs> those relationships still catch you up. So it's not about the changing of number thing. It's not that. It is a heart matter. It is, have I sunk myself into the confines of the world where I have matured past certain conversation? Exactly, Nini. Exactly. So it is that you, you actually mature past a certain level and the people will even feel shy to call it. Smiler and Papercut are not going to feel comfortable in calling P.O. to solve that my baby mama slept with this guy. It's, they know that I'm just going to say, listen, if your baby mama was bored, baby mama couldn't do that. If she's not happy with you and you're in jail. Were you in jail, sir? Yes, sir, I'm in jail. How long were you in jail for? 20, I'm, I'm due to do 18 years. Okay, so if you're doing 18 years, for God's sake, is the woman now going to wait for you for 18 years? You want to see faith for 18 years? You want to see, um, you want to see um, honor for 18 years? Are you, are you even, I will even tell them, are you well? My God, can you go 18 years without not sleeping with someone? You want to suffer this poor girl? Leave the girl, man. Let her live her life. Why suffer this girl 18 years? No love, no nothing. I said, baby girl, go find love. 
Go find some love, man. This man is gone for 18 years. What the heck? So for 18 years, what? You send me picture, I send you picture. Then, then you send me paper, pen, pen, we become pen pals. What does this mean? Girl, go and grow. Go and start business. Go and boost yourself and go find a rich guy and, and be something. Don't do, and let him be watching you from the cell in the, in the evening newspaper. Let him be watching you. Grow past it. Grow past it. Listen, save your child. Even your child can be saved. If your child is young, you can explode your child away from, or from that mindset. Just elevate the child. And then before you know it, he's just on his own. It can happen. Listen, nothing should bind you into those things. Let him be watching you from the cell. Yes, it is possible. And if he really loves you, he should have relationship with you through Channel 4 or through ITV. He should have relationship with you from there. It's called cyber relationship. We're going digital now. And if he ever tries to write, if he ever tries to send you a message, don't even answer. Don't even answer. Just get your PA to answer. Cyber relationships are real. People are having relationships with porn stars that have never met them. So tell them cyber relationships are real. I have no control over what this man is doing. <laughs> So, what dimension do you want to take yourself this morning? Yes, we're in a lockdown, but what dimension do you want to take yourself? Because God has brought an opportunity for you to time travel. That for three weeks, other people will be doing kick-ups with toilet roll. Other people will be playing cross and, cross and O. Other people will be playing Monopoly. Other people will be... Um, have watching movies you know some people yeah in this three weeks they're gonna clear netflix netflix will not have one new movie for them they're gonna clear netflix they're gonna clear it they're gonna clear netflix they're gonna watch everything documentary other people will be in that dimension but in this three-week dimension you can come out you can go out of time you can time travel three weeks you can set a goal for yourself and say lord in this three weeks i'm going to be in the word and I'm going to come out of this three weeks as a brand new mind, sharp, ready for the world. You're going to come out and it's going to be like, did this person time travel? Is this guy in 2022? We only went for three weeks. Three weeks is enough time. God is giving people time, to be honest with you. That's right. To be sincere with you. God is giving time to some of his chosen people in order for them to time travel, come out, gain wisdom, gain understanding, gain knowledge. Grow in the word, grow in prayer, grow in giving, and come out in these three weeks and be world leaders. How long does it take for me to establish and show growth? One second, one minute, one hour. It does not take three weeks. So imagine, for some of you, this is like a game changer. Three weeks. Imagine the world giving Pastor Mariam three weeks to evolve. That's scary. Imagine the world giving Pastor Alex three weeks to evolve. That's, that's scary. PK, three weeks to evolve. Three weeks, three weeks, three goddamn weeks. Oh my God, three weeks to evolve, to sharpen yourself, to be in the word, and they're not doing nothing. You know they're not doing nothing because the government has even passed a law that they're not allowed to do nothing. Three weeks. Three weeks have been given to you to evolve. You can really put yourself into a mind frame where you come out and it's like, we don't deserve to work with this lady. We need to give her. Do you know that you can get into an evolution where your partnership says, listen, 
we're not even the main partners. We want to tell you that we're actually the subsidiary of Harrods. Can you please just deal with Harrods because you're on another level right now? Do you know that that can happen? Do you know that partnerships can evolve after these three weeks? Do you know that if you thought you were just doing community engagement, but after these three weeks, they can just say to you, we're going to make a role for you because you're making these guys feel uncomfortable to even work. Three weeks of evolution on the word. Three weeks to evolve in the word. Three weeks. Do you know that a lady, a, the first young, the first black lady who was employed by FedEx as their admin, do you know that on National Women's Day, she was given the role as their first black female director? She just entered into it. She just evolved. She evolved from administrator on the computer, making calls and booking meetings for the managers. She was booking flights for the managers. She was managing the CEO's diary. She was an executive assistant. But all of a sudden, in today's time, she became a director. Do you know that that's called evolution? But how can I evolve? I have the gift of the word around me. With the word, I can grow. I can mature. And how does the word do that? It gives you wisdom. So you start to think higher on a higher plane. You start to embarrass the, the low planes that you're on. And they just have to elevate you because you're thinking to a different level. It's wisdom. After three weeks, you can solve the problem of one of your clients who reveals who they really are or who they're actually working for. And that's an evolution because of wisdom, because of the word. You don't, do you know that you actually don't physically need money to progress? You just need wisdom. Wisdom will set you on the plane where money flows, where information flows, where cash flows. Wisdom will set you on those planes. But if you're intentional enough to have relationships that sharpen you to be able for you to grow. So I just, I'm just intent that all those who are close to me that speak to me, I speak wisely. I speak always in the confines of the word so that every conversation is a sharpening and they grow in their finances they grow in everything i must prove myself to be that i must prove so that if when i get to the world stage when i get to a nation stage it will not be a surprise if i take up a certain post this is not about security company or logistic company this is just me trying to prove that a world global brand and company can be established i'm just trying to prove that from the mind of a man, he can operate like a god if he has the right relationships. If I'm hearing Pastor Toby every evening on Thursday, I'm hearing Pastor Toby every morning on a Sunday, I'm hearing him in the sound clouds, and these words are refining my mind. So at a stage in time, I've just realized that I have no friends but the word. And so when the word becomes my friend, me and the word begin to sharpen one another. He sharp, the word sharpens me in the word and I sharpen the word in flesh. And so it's a one-on-one -on -one relationship with the word until something strong, something mighty, something big has to be established in this world and in this time. I'm intentional for that. So I'm pushing myself in the word constantly, pushing myself in the word. Why? Because if I solve 1 Samuel chapter 18, I know that the Lord will give me the wisdom and the knowledge to solve a company that needs to go through an audit. It's nothing for the Lord. If the Lord can tell me new every morning, new every morning, what comes out of Proverbs chapter 20, 27. If the Lord can 
refine my mind to continually begin to see revelation from his word. Guess what? When the world comes with their problems, I will know what direction to face, what direction to go. I will never be in a place of lack because I have a relationship with someone who's already a mystery. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? When I have relationship with someone who's already a mystery, his name is the word. But I have a relationship with him that's so real, that's so physical, that's so emotional, I'm able to make the mystery plain. I have a relationship with what is a mystery. So guess what? Things in the world that look like mysterious are never mysterious to me. Because I've established the most difficult relationship man can have, but the most promising, the relationship that God has always been looking for is between the word and man. Relationships solve problems. I beg you to get into higher relationship, the word. Get into a higher relationship with the word. Start there first. And the eyes of the word will be able to allow you to pick from the realm of men relationships that should bind you. Do you know that David for one day has not set in his mind that Jonathan should be his friend. Jonathan was attracted to him. So guess what? It is by the maturity of the word, when I become that thing that is a mystery to men, men who are attracted to mystery because it is the glory of kings to conceal a matter, right? So find that scripture for me. So what happens is, you will naturally make relationship with kings because kings are always keen on things that are mysterious they want to know what it is but you see when you're a plain person when you're a simple person when you're a person that don't know the word when you're a person who's just ah i'm just whatever you see what you see is what you get don't do those things you know what you see is not what you get what you're seeing is my t-shirt please oh po is not what you see is what you get po is a man of the word is a mystery man is he's not a what you see is what you get do not add me in that category go and add smiler and young G and, and young rider, add them to what you see is what you get. Add anybody else to what you see is what you get. Do not add me in that category. No, 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 no. Gold house is not what you, you, you think I, I should be determined by where I live. No way. You think I should be determined by what I drive. No way. Someone says something about Diddy and Jay-Z. Please, if you can write that thing you said again, I, I just came to my mind that I should actually read that. But, these are relationships that I think maybe my mind may be able to find out what they said. But if you can write that thing again. So Diddy and Jay-Z, it's like when they were growing, all the Bini Seagull. Bini Seagull was in the streets of Philly making noise. I'm a fighter. This, I shoot people. This, da, 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 da. I'm a gangster. I'm a top G, man. You've not seen Bini. And releasing diss tracks. Guess what? Jay-Z was saying, sorry, sir, I'm not a diss track guy. I'm not a fighter. I don't shoot people. I make money. I'm looking for a beautiful woman to marry one day. I'm very fine. Jay-Z was speaking maturely. And he distanced himself for who used to be his best friend. I don't know him. The day they brought contract for him, he said, yeah, that's for me. And then Beanie was rapping. Oh, no, no, no. He didn't even make a contract for me. What kind? He's a he's a hater or he's a snitch. You know those words they use. He's a snitch. Just say I'm a snitch. Yes. Oibo man gave me the contract. I'm fine. I don't need to carry you with me, sir. Stay in the streets and be fighting. Be shooting your bullet. You're okay. Please don't add me. I'm not part of that thing. 
and this man has boosted to another realm and dimension. When people are making noise, West Coast, East Coast beef, B Diddy said, ah, it's like this thing has gone out of hand, man. Diddy said, I'm not a part of this thing. Or you people went and killed Tupac, I'm not part of this thing. Me, let me just, uh, you know, as he, you're watching this video, he said, I'm an animal, I'm a monster. This guy is not talking about shooting, please. All those messed up, insane people, he's talking about their ability to see through and get results. He's, he's proud because as a black man, he's on the phone to Def Jam, all these big guys, Sony Records, and he's making demands for his label. And, they've, and he's getting demands filled. And so he's, uh, I'm an animal. He's saying those things because he's like, I should not be getting these wins. Ask, ask Diddy, where's Fabulous today? Fabulous and all those other guys, they wear their cap hair and, and then they wear one big jacket on top of the cap and then they're singing what is they, i don't know them please jay-z and dame dash story is the saddest it is the saddest but it's a it's a model of when i don't want to reflect a relationship that i know is not going to get me anywhere the dame dash guy is so proud he don't like working with people and jay-z just clocked hang on I get these white guys, I get these Jewish guys, I get that they, it looks like they're gonna own us. But if I can pretend to be their puppet, I can learn everything from them and start my own thing. So he just said, Dame, listen, I get you wanna fight them, black power nigga, black power and all that, but you you do your black power there. Oh yeah, Def, Rockefeller, all of you, you guys should just sign me. Don't worry, I'm your puppet, I'm fine. And he went in and started to learn learn the inner workings of music and then started to make himself a monster he just knows it's a it's our relationship we're from the hood we're from the streets yeah we're street boys and street friends but we're not gonna get nowhere we're not gonna get nowhere we need i need to elevate past this level i need to the best thing that happened for Meek Mill is to go to prison. He realized this Nicki Minaj woman is going to run me to the ground. I love a hood rat person. I love someone who's not taking me nowhere. Yeah, yeah, it looks nice like for you guys to be saying. But for me, I'm going to be like her dog. Have you seen her, her new relationship? The, Pastor Emma showed me this thing. It, to today, it pains my heart. This guy is like the woman's dog. Um... I don't know his name, but he, he dresses her, uh, is it the same person yeah, or is it Offset Cardi B? So it's, I hate that thing. He carries her bag, he dresses her and then he will dress her and then run out of the way and tell the picture people, take picture. What, what is this? What is this? Sir, 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 you should have realized by now that as a musician, if you die tomorrow, Mr. Offset, next week we will all be eating jollof rice and beef and plantain and beans and we won't care about you. We won't care about you. Sorry, I just had to disappear quickly for that. We won't care about you. Guess what? We will not care. We won't care. And that's a big issue, Mr. Offset, man. You've not elevated yourself to the point where Life really needs you like that, but you're just holding yourself back down because there's a relationship that you're just, you're just bound to. Listen, it's not working good for you, sir. It's not working good for you. 
Meek is on a different level now. And the guy came out of prison and realized, so you mean I can go to prison and no one cares about me? No one playing my... Listen, so he came out and he became a prophet. The guy started rapping some mad stuff, some future stuff. He became a prophet when he came out. I promise you, I listened to Meek Mill. Championship and Dream Chaser. I'm, I'm a big fan. Why? Because he speaks some stuff and I'm like, it's because this guy has gone through something. He's just realized that, no, 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 I'm not going to be caught in some dumb relationship stuff anymore. I've had enough. I'm not going to be caught in something that at the end of the day, it reflects what I'm actually not. I want to be like a voice. I want to be a voice. If you're in music and you're not in music to be a voice, that when you speak, you can captivate a certain people. If I'm a musician, my mind would just be, I just want to own all teenagers. I just want to own teenagers. I forget if the 20 year olds don't like my music. You see Justin Bieber? That man is a voice. That man owns every teenager under the sun. If he decides from now on, everyone is cutting their lip and putting um, injection in their ear that comes out here. Everybody, every young person is gonna do it. He just, he just decide, it don't matter if you don't like his music. You think he's moist or wet. You guys need to, Elevate yourself past what society thinks because society is just the, 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 the consumers. Don't be part of consumers. Consumers are the majority of the market, but they are their word. They are their definition. They are consumers. So all we use consumers for is to consume what we put out. It's to consume. So don't make yourself a consumer. These guys just think to themselves, I don't care if P.O. thinks I'm... My music is crap. Guess what? My music is for P.O.'s son. P.O.'s son's gonna be banging my music and that's all I care about. And this is how a voice established himself on the airwaves. He's an idol, sir. And an idol is worshipped. Thank you. But some people are so caught up with relationships of the past. Your former boyfriend today, even if he was a drug dealer, is he Escobar? Let me tell you something, if the boyfriend of the person I, I marry or someone like that, if their boyfriend was an Escobar by now, I would, I would have said, listen, call Escobar, tell him we need to talk, I don't care. He's not no Escobar, listen, ditch the person. You guys have so little, little people. If, 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 if the, um, if the, what do they call, if the friend of my sister or whatever is, is, um, those drugs, listen, is he Escobar? Is he El Chapo? Then we can talk. Do not tell me that he is like young Spree, Spree and all. The, don't tell me these things because long, young Spree K and Spree and all these guys, nightmares, they still, their money can still go in shoebox. I need the man that digs grave to put his money. I need the man that digs grave. Do you know what Chap El Chapo was doing? He was digging grave to put money in. That's money. That's money. Don't come to me and talk to me about some young bummy guy that can't even buy my house cash. You can't do it. Then sit down. That's not a relationship for us to keep. Listen, if you can find me Escobar, I'll tell you now. Keep relationship with him and evangelize to him. Straight. Evangelize to that guy. He needs help. That man needs help. Someone who's out there selling drugs and killing his brothers and sisters for 100k. You're killing your brothers and sisters for 50k. You're killing your brothers and sisters for 10 grand, 
20k, 50 pounds, 100 pounds. This is what is this? What is this? 200k. Why? What is this? Relationships that you just need to let go. Listen, my dear or my bro, this person can never save you or help you. Let go. Let go and face another conversation. Face another conversation. Ladies, face another conversation. If his, if his ex, if his ex is Cardi B, then listen, just tell him, hey, go and evangelize to this girl and help her. But it's not, it's, it's, it's um, Rexa and all these people and Rexa is not going to help you. Paper cuts are not going to help you. I'm not saying you abandon them, but listen, get into another conversation, guys. We're talking about world leadership, world global leadership, and I'm just trying to put out something to you. It's five past 11, I'm way past my time. As I begin to round up, I got a round up. Thank you very much for joining me this morning. PO owns the morning. Thank you very much for um, joining me this morning. But I begin to round up and I just want you to take three weeks and cross-assess relationships. Cross-assess relationships. Go through your phone, check them out. And guess what? If your phone is safe now and there's no madness on your phone, check your heart. Mentors that you've abandoned, that because you abandon those mentors, your life is not reflecting anything good. If you're, if, let me give you an example. For those of you who you pray with Pastor Lucy, I'm not saying the rest of anybody, I'm just saying you pray with Pastor Lucy, you pray with one of the leaders or something like that, or you've got a leader you're close to, go visit them and make sure you've got that relationship is clean. There's something about the joy that comes from a mentor. There's something about the joy that comes from a father. There's something about the joy that comes from a mother. It just allows your life to reflect positive goodness and wins. That your mother is just so happy with you and your life is just reflecting wins because everything is just in tune. And this is why don't fight the wrong people. Don't fight those who really love you because those things will end up reflecting because your heart may end up scarred and that scar in your heart is because you couldn't really fix something that should have been right and good. And you remember the days where you were winning and doing things. It's because that side was clean and good and fixed. I'm telling you, iron sharpens iron. It doesn't mean, you know, before in church, they told us iron sharpens iron because you'd be rubbing minds and talking to each other. No, just the mere fact that if P.O. is my father and P.O. is fine with, and so me and P.O. are in a good space right now. There's something about that thing. It just makes you like you can face anything. You go up against anything in your day and it's because you somehow feel PO is there or PT is there. I appeal to you guys as we end the scope. We end the scope this morning. Go back to those relationships that make you winners. That's how we're going to end it. Go back to that relationship that makes you a winner. Go back. I'm so close to Pastor Lucy. I, I used to um, buy things with Pastor Lucy. I've just given you some thoughts now. Or so close to P.O. that I used to call up P.O. And, and chill with P.O. I used to, 
I was, and these were the times where I know my life, things were going well for me. Guess what? This relationship. This relationship. Go back, yes, thank you, Pastor Riley. I just need those relationships that made me winners, that made me feel indestructible. Guess what? If you're married, those of you who are married, don't fight your wife, don't fight your husband, because have you seen how crap your day goes when you fight them? Have you seen how crap your day goes when you fight them? Then don't fight them. Don't fight them. These are relationships that you, you keep. You keep these relationships because guess what? It doesn't matter if they were right or wrong. It doesn't matter. All that matters is my heart is in so much peace with this person that I just know how to face my day. I just know how to face my day because there's so much love between me and this person. And you may not even have spoken today, but the fact that we're at peace, oh God, that's, that's enough. That's enough.